Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thanks for tuning in to the 60 Minute Meal podcast. And I am your moderator, just a guy from 215, with my team of co hosts, Nandy B, Sammy Sam from Trinbago, and Mikey D out there on the West Coast. But I'm also privileged to have my fluid panel of intellectuals. I see you. Go ahead and get situated. Quit looking at me. I hear you. I hear you. Let's get ready to make a feast of this. All our listeners, let's go. Have a seat. Get situated. Let's nibble on this. Let's do it. Let's go. Welcome back to the table. To the table of the 60-Minute Meal Podcast, Thanksgiving Meal Edition. If you're listening to this, chances are it is Thanksgiving and we are having Thanksgiving dinner with you. What's going on? I'm just a guy from 215 Area Code and I'm with my my peeps right now and Nandy B and Mikey D and Sammy Sam and Sugar Ray and Patricia. Say hello. How are you? Hello. Hello. Hi, everyone. Everybody, what are we doing for Thanksgiving? What y'all doing? Fried turkey. Okay. Okay. Fried turkey. Okay. Sammy Sam. Um, my dad and I have started a tradition over the last like three or four years. I just um stewed oxtails. Okay. 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 I mean, everybody may not celebrate Thanksgiving. I, I didn't even I didn't even ask everybody if they do, but I'm gonna go to you, Patricia. Do you celebrate it? What do you get into? I've celebrated it um, over many years, and I have just started to flow. I'm not making a big deal about it. Um, you know, any meal is is a good meal, but um, I'm okay. I'm not necessarily planning anything. Okay, okay, Nandy B. No, I don't celebrate any holidays, and um, Thanksgiving is every day is Thanksgiving to me. If I have a meal. Right. Okay. That's okay. it. Okay. Appreciate that. I do celebrate it. And um, I'm trying to sort it out as we speak. Um, I'm not sure if I'll have a plus one or if I'll be a plus one or if I'll just settle for being a minus one on that day. Haven't really decided yet. But uh, for those out there, we hope you're enjoying your meal. We're going to do an attitude gratitude check like we always do. Nandy B, gratitude attitude on this Thanksgiving. What say you? Um, grateful for memory. Having a memory to remember past times when it was good and even when it was bad. Okay. Thank God for memory, for my All memory. Right. Yeah. Yes, thank God. For your memory and for all of our memories. And I'm glad I woke up this morning in my good mind. Yes. Because I, I could have woke up this morning in my bad mind. But I woke up in my good mind this morning. And I'm grateful for just be able to help somebody on today. I was uh, giving out food at the food bank earlier today. And um, saw some familiar faces. And I'm glad they didn't notice me. Because I think it would have got awkward. But I just gave them a hug, gave them what they needed, and kept the line moving along today. But I'm grateful to be able, excuse me? 
you're glad they didn't notice you? Yes, yes, because things can get awkward. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, even when I do the missions in D.C., I wear shades because I know a lot of Washingtonians. And I knew them when they were on their feet doing well. And here I am serving people who are less fortunate. And I noticed oh, the people you didn't want it to be uncomfortable. Right, okay, right. I, I didn't I didn't want them to see me and say, whoa, was that P? So I saw so I wear I wear my glasses, I got my beanie on, and I got my head down, just just doing my part helping out. Yeah. So I'm just grateful and thankful that I could be of some service to people I do know as well as those that, that I don't. So Sugar Ray, gratitude, attitude, where you at? Well, they started off kind of rough, but I'm thankful that I got good brothers that I can call and talk to when, you know, times is hard. And I mean, when everything, you know, when the metal meets the meat, you know, you need your, your left and your right hand there to pick you up sometime. Right. Sometimes, you know, we all fall short as men. We do. But we do. I'm glad that I got good brothers around me that is willing to pick me up if they see me fall. Solid, solid. Hey, I'm, hey, I'm glad that you have a village and I'm glad that you have support. So good on them and good on you for being open to receive the support. Because a lot of us walk around here unable to ask for help. Pride, you name it. So I'm glad that you, my brother, were able to, to do so. Mike, well, you, know, you know, I don't live by pride anyway, so. Right on, right on, right on, brother. Mikey D, what say you? Attitude, gratitude on this Thanksgiving. I'm just thankful. I've been having some up and down health issues. Saturday night, I had a kind of a rough night. And my sweet daughter took me to the doctor, and then they couldn't find nothing wrong with me, but I was better yesterday, so and I'm better today, so I'm thankful for that. Okay, right on, right on, man. I don't know what you did a second ago, but you was clear, and now you're not clear. But we we're gonna keep it moving, and we're gonna we're gonna figure it out. Sammy, Sam, attitude, gratitude, check. Well, I am grateful that uh, I went to Walmart last week to get my oil change, and they were able to tell me that they were gonna be they were going to have a sale on tires. And let's just say my front two needed to be gone. Oh my god! And, <laughs> and because because the thing kept every time I pumped it with air, I would come back outside, you know, the next day, and it's down to seven psi. Right. My truck needs to be thirty five. Right. You know, so luckily he told me about the sale that they were having, and I was able and. I was able to get those two um, two new tires, and I noticed that my car was shaking, and I'm like, gosh, darn it. I'm going to have to go to the mechanic for this. And it turned out, when they put on the new tires, they aligned the wheels, and that was the problem. Oh, wow. So I didn't have to pay for a separate alignment, and I got those two tires on sale. So okay. I am very grateful. Hey, oh, that that, that's, that's a praise report right there. If I haven't heard all it. the time. <laughs> all righty. Well, hey, Sammy, Sam, thank you for that praise report. Patricia, gratitude, um, attitude check. 
I am thankful and grateful for the blessings and good fortune of never needing or wanting for anything. Mm. I think, um, you know, sometimes we fail to thank God just for him providing opportunities um, to rest when you're tired, uh, to open the opportunity door when you need to change careers or you're looking, you know, for a path of income for financial um, gain. So I think I'm just thankful to him and the universe and everything for just being complete. Thank you. That's good. Right on. Hey, right on, everybody. Right on. Thank you for contributing to the attitude and gratitude check. I have one little thing that gives me pause. I've been wrestling with this thing like all month long. And today I'm going to divulge it. The This is just something that gives me pause. Um, everything needs maintenance. Everything. Cars, musical instruments, our hair, our nails, our internal organs, our heart, our colon, our prostate, even our pets and our homes need maintenance. Even our current job positions requires some form of maintenance. But why don't we care for our relationships in the same maintenance awareness manner as we do everything else which we like, love, and covet? I just always wonder, like, why don't we do maintenance on relationships. We tend to do maintenance on everything else, but relationships, not so much. And then when it's time for relationships to be mended or tended to, we're doing all type of damage control. When had we been doing some preventive maintenance, then maybe we aren't shouting. Maybe we aren't being passive aggressive. Maybe we aren't unclear on why you have a tube with me or why I have a tube with you. So not looking for feedback, just wanted to just let everybody know those are some things that give me pause. And Is it possible that we think we're doing daily maintenance because we're in the relationship on a daily basis? Yes, yes, yes. And it so is. that that's why, because you said something, I think a week or so ago where a lot of relationships dissolve because they're uncommunicated expectations. Yes. So if if your partner is not telling you or you're not in tune with what maintenance issues your partner needs, by, by virtue of not it being expressed, you may not feel like you need to do it when in actuality you do need to. Okay. Okay. Anybody want to weigh in on that? That's when, that's when you know your partner, though when you get to know and spend time with a person. So this way you can know their little quirks and know when they're upset or know when they're not right. You know what I mean? That's come with time and, and, and getting to know each other. But a lot of people, like you say, don't take the time to get to know each other. That is the most important and that and communication because everybody into this, I'm going to text you everything instead of talk to you. Now you can read a text message, but and you can take it one or two ways. A lot of times we take text messages the wrong way. You know, I just had an incident this week where I was texting a friend back and forth and he texts me, whatever, man. And you know how whatever man means. You, right. know, <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, I called him like, yo, what you meant by that? He's like, no, no, no. I'm saying like, whatever, you're right. 
I'm like, oh, all right, because you know, when you say that to certain people, you know, you try yeah. to fight. Yeah, because texting, texting has no tone. Right. Unless, no unless, it. unless it's written in all caps. All caps, yeah, you know I'm getting screamed at that. Right. But <laughs> other than that, there's no tone to a text. So somebody could be really telling you off, but you figure, okay, wow, she's just really giving me some information. Nah, she's telling you kick rocks. <laughs> that's what she's exactly, telling you. Exactly. So <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So the technology is ruining relationships because you see a couple. Oh, la, la, la. I don't know. Yeah, that's a bit extreme. That's a bit extreme. Right, because you no, have a choice on how no, you communicate with somebody. No. Listen, listen. I'm going to tell you why. If you see couples nowadays, right, sitting at the table, they both got their phones out. Okay, okay. There's no conversation. But Y'all that's by choice. Yes. Because I refuse to disrespect anyone in my presence with a device. If I honor your time and your energy, my phone would be out to say, hey, where you at? I'm here. Oh, you're in table nine. Great. And right there off the phone, into a pocket, into a purse. But it's it's how I see the importance of that person. And we've basically just allowed people to dismiss, you know, the worth of our of our presence. So we're never present. So we date people that are not interested in us. And that's why it seems like they're disconnected. But in reality, they're just, you know, trying to front for the for the gram or for Facebook. And I think that's what, you know, technology has driven everybody to be status quo. And I'm in and I'm out and I'm in this luxurious restaurant, but not necessarily interested in the vessel in front of them. Okay, okay. I mean, but also things, don't let the naked eye fool you. Cause for all we know, they could have been talking the whole ride to the to the restaurant. And then now they finally get into their tables and sometimes there isn't much to say. So he or she may grab their phone and look at something to occupy the time. That's just what it is. Yeah, I, I get that. But it's, it's like too much of it happening now. Like, you know, <laughs> it's like, you know, when somebody asks a question, when was the last time a family really sat down as a family? And like we used to do back in our day growing up, because when we, right. all, we all sat at the table together, we all ate right. together. Right. It wasn't no phones. It wasn't no nothing. It was conversation, laughing, joking. You, you know what I mean? Right. That right. bonding time. Yes. You don't have that no more because forty mm-hmm. the people, four of the people at the table got their phones and on YouTube and taking pictures of the food and sharing <laughs> it with everybody, <laughs> looking at what everybody cooked. Cook, you know what I mean? And right. it's like, come down here and be with your family or be, you know, with your friends. Right. You know what I mean? I but isn't that by no. choice? No, it's, it's all, on right. The it's, it's, it's all no, 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 no. But it's all a choice. At the end of the day, it's right. still a choice, right? But choices becomes trends. It's of very course. trendy. Okay, yes. it's very trendy for people I to do that. The adults to prioritize. You know, you have there is as we always say. There's one thing on this earth that nobody can get more of. You know, and that's time. Time. You know. Right. You have to prior. If these people are important to you, you have to prioritize. You know, okay. making okay. the time to carve it out. Right. You know, in your schedule to say, 
here this day my myself and my significant other you know we go have dinner together with just the two of us because we all know a lot of the stresses on couples are their children you know trying to balance you know Maggie's got basketball so-so's got volleyball you know trying to balance all their schedules but in doing that they need to balance put out time for hubby and wife girlfriend and boyfriend time because if that time is not spent between those two that's the top of the relationship and everything falls yeah i hear you but i mean i feel you but we also have to understand times have changed and people are changing with the time so you know and then once you change nobody's turning back nobody's going back nobody but i also think that that's etiquette because okay times have changed and granted we're not you know negating the importance of technology and having you know the importance of having a phone and access that's great but when we were you know structured into this world we were there's a time to play there's a time to eat there's a time for this that and the third and right. yes couples you know they go out and sometimes they don't have the time to engage social media or anything maybe you were right they're all talked out there's nothing to say but to sit in silence and probably look through your gadget but that's a totally different scenario than mm -hmm. you know what we see now where people will go ahead and meet up right and probably right. don't spend time together and just because you're yapping in the car all the way over there it doesn't mean there's still not a book that you want to discuss or a thought or hypothesis right. uh, you know there's so many you know dialogues that could be had that don't have to be premium or 1000% based on the person i mean you can okay. make up a game or or a chat so i think it's also about the structure of the importance of knowing like we you know you sit on the table you either shut up or don't play with the tablet i think we grew up in that mannerism where we're like, right. okay, this is a time for one one or another. Whether you're silent or not, you're not going to engage something outside of us at this moment, just out right. of respect and honor for the presence in front of you. But again, mm -hmm. that's all, you know, teachings because mm -hmm. things have changed. But yeah, yeah. in a restaurant, you know, in that setting for that, take the food to go. There's so many other, uh, you know, outlets than to sit yeah. there and just looking at the screen with this plate in front of you. And this person right beside you or right directly in front of you, it's just, yeah, it looks it's, bizarre. It's, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a new deal. And hey, I'm, I'm here for it. You know what I mean? But thank you for <laughs> that. Let's get to the appetizer. Okay. Appetizer. Who remembers going to the movie theaters in the mid 2000s with your girl, with your guy that you were interested in or courting? And the whole setup at the movie theater was just right. You got the armrest. You could pull up. You could grab the person close to you. You can generate body heat, and you can make <laughs> and you can make all declaration bodily decisions with that person that you with. <laughs> I'm just saying <laughs> that was the mid 2000s. Now look at today. We have private lazy boy chairs. Okay, that screams. It reeks. Give me my personal space or else, or else what? Or else I'm a call to usher. I call them movie theater bouncers. You know what I mean? But the old way is no longer like the new way. So I asked this question tonight. Has the modern day movie going experience, has it translated into taking away intimacy in our current lives? No. Oh, yeah, I think so. Because um, at one time, the uh, there were so many people going to the movies and they were like really making out. You understand? They weren't watching the movie. They were just 
hugging, kissing, you right. know what I mean? And um and now the last time I was at a movie, it was so much talking going on and and uh it was just like I should stay, I should have stayed home. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it's 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 so cold and 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 people are so insensitive. You know what I mean? They they sit in front of you with these hats on. You can't see. You got to move to the side to watch the movie. You know what I mean? And so um, has the population decreased? Yeah, you don't see has too it? many people. In, yeah. Yeah. yeah you know yeah. what I'm saying? Have we have we have we started having less? Babies in this world over the oh, last. Oh, oh, that's what you. Oh, that's what you mean. That's oh. what you mean. No, no, no. As far I thought you meant the as far as the movie going population has that. I'm saying different? I don't think intimacy has diminished because of that. I'm speaking about the movie theater experience. The movie theater experience <laughs> used have, to be used those... to be very intimate. It was a very intimate place yes. to be. But now yes. you, you you can't make no bodily declarations because you got to <laughs> jump in somebody else's seat. And now you got two big people in this in this small little lazy boy. It's looking like somebody is uncomfortable. I guess I'm looking at it from a bigger picture standpoint. Where where is the negative impact? I guess is what I'm asking. OK, so let me let me let me back. Let's back the trucker. OK, the old times in the mid 2000s, mm -hmm. I could raise my armrest. Pull her close to me, generate body heat, I, I and make declarations of body. Hold on, hold on. But now the new way, the new way is she's about eight inches away from me, 10 inches away from me. She's in a recliner, and I can't <laughs> fit in that recliner. So whatever pass I want to make towards her, it can't be discreet. I'm going to be overt with it. Where everybody like, dang, brother, why you got to reach all up in a popcorn? Well, maybe that's and why they did it, because wasn't Pee Wee Herman in a theater doing something he shouldn't have been doing? Right. I think if we go back to the news, we hear that a lot of that type of play in the theater got people in trouble. So gotcha. they devised a bigger seat so that you're comfortable, so that way they have eyes on the prize, so that you go to the theater to actually watch the movie and not leave your juices in places where it shouldn't be. <laughs> the same way the drive. The I've same never way gone the to a theater made out of none of that, so I guess I'm just buying. The same <laughs> way the drive-in movie has been, is a thing of the dinosaur time. No, no, because listen, you now just we have still, everything at home. You can still do some things in the lazy boy. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <right>. <laughs> you would devise a plan to get it done. Listen here, if you can make it work in the teacup ride in Disney World, you can make it work anywhere. <laughs> oh, where, there, where there's a will, there's a way. There's a way, baby. I don't care. By hook or by crook, we gonna make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's your problem. I mean, it's they do have dying of the theaters now. Say they what? They have beds now and all that. Your problem is the design of the theaters now. That's your problem. Mm -hmm. Don't take it to the theater then. <laughs> Go to the drive-in where you. That's why I, ask, I don't think that, I don't think that the population has diminished. So people are still figuring out a way after that two-hour movie to become as intimate as ever because we're still having just as many babies made as ever before. You know why? Yeah, but because a lot of times you know why because they got this thing called Netflix and chill now. 
Yes. You ain't got to go to the movie. You can make Thank the movie you. come home. Exactly. To you. There you go. Right. 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 So so okay. So you you so you're making my point. Has the modern day movie going experience taken away from the intimacy that it once yielded in the mid two thousands and beyond? No. So, yes. So no, it's, it's just taking the intimacy people. back it's to your house. It just changed the dynamics of it, but it hasn't taken away from it. It's just where you do it at. Because like you right. just said, before before you used to go pay $12 or whatever it was to go to the movie theater, now the movie comes to your house. I remember going and to... You can have your, and you can have your intimacy at your house. You can <laughs> have your cake and eat it too and never yes. walk out the living room. Exactly. Because I mean, you don't ever want somebody in your house that you can't get rid of after the movie. So maybe, <laughs> you know, you, um, he is, is worried about getting his feels in and then kicking rocks after the movie. So and, and, you have to think about that. Well, you. then that's your choice on what you what your ultimate plan is, where you do this at. Because if you just <laughs> if you're just trying to be a buddy, then go to the theater. But if you're trying to be a lover, kick it at the crib. And on top of that, it's a bunch of weirdos in this world nowadays. So you really <laughs> got to watch what you're doing because you might have a whole video on you nowadays. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> a video and I have become the most hypochondriac person in the world. I'm worried about who was there, what they did in it. I'm the old lady with the wipes, you know, the, the Clorox wipes. So I think it's just you're desensitized now where you want to go and where you want to be at with people. <laughs> <laughs> hey, COVID, COVID, COVID did that to a lot of us. Yeah, but, but I'm but I'm one to believe that, that this... black light did that to me. Not only COVID, just Whoa. that black light. Right, shining. right. I, I was getting ready to get into uh, that. I ooh, do believe wow. that 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 those germaphobes were out there. They, they was out there a long time prior to COVID. Yes, they were. They were <laughs> seriously. They were, but I don't think we were as aware, right, of just how dirty a human being can be. Because oh, no. Lord, the things that I've seen and heard have literally just wow. <laughs> I that wait. COVID brought to life. <laughs> oh, I mean, just the sexual appetite of people and what the length they will go to, and then just you know, careless <laughs> of where and how or where it lands, and they'll just walk you away from understand. it. You know, you're talking to people who used to be in the military. Oh, I know. Understanding <laughs> of that is a whole different scenario that we have, we have lived through. And no yes. thing, what, what, where people did it, oh, they were in the fantail. Didn't they oh. go to the fantail? That's what that. Oh, they got yeah. caught down here. They got caught in the cockpit of an airplane. Man, I heard. <laughs> I, I heard somebody getting busy in the water buffalo. I, I'm still trying to figure that one. Water buffalo. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. You, you, let's unpack that, bro. Water <laughs> buffalo. Educate me on that, please. I'm trying to figure that one out myself, brother. When oh, I, you didn't get the details? <laughs> we are definitely gossiping now. Well, listen, chill, chill with all of that, man. Chill with all that. Thank you. Hey, thank y'all so much. The appetizer, it was quick and fast. Thank you for that. I appreciate it. Let's get to the main course because people who are listening are trying to get back to their turkey, their um, cranberry sauce and the turkey gravy and all that good stuff. I believe that everybody in their life, there's a rhythm to their life. So I believe everybody's life has a rhythm. So what's your soundtrack of life and what's a song that is currently playing? 
So I'm giving everybody three songs plus one. So three songs that speak about your life, but the one additional song is the one that's currently playing right now. I'm going to go first, okay? The rhythm of my childhood had me slow walk into Whitney Houston's One Moment in Time. Because back then, my parents instilled confidence in me, but I didn't gravitate to it, so therefore my confidence was, 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 was limited. It took me a while to believe in myself. So that song, One Moment in Time, really helped me believe when I didn't believe. Then as a young adult, I was vibing to Wu-Tang's cash rules everything around me because it was all about getting money and showing that you had it. And during that time, I was hitting it and getting it. Oh, yes, I was. Then in my 30s, my tune was by Jay-Z, girls, 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 girls I do adore because I was in the best shape of my life. I mean, I was, what, 8% body fat, I was a career military man and nobody could tell me anything. And I mean nothing. But here I am currently today. I'm currently bopping to a song called Make It Home Alive. And it's by uh, the artist's name is I Am The Living featuring Jake Isaac. This song is symbolic of my season and of my mantra to make it home every day alive in one piece. So uh, hopefully I didn't bore you all with that. But I'm going to go to you, Sugar Ray, because I want to know what is your soundtrack of life and what song is currently playing in your life right now? Oh, well, let me start when I was a young buck. Let's say We Are Family. By the, uh, I don't want to say the wrong group, but you know what I'm talking about. Um, right, I'm not like, I'm not mm-hmm. going to say like a frog. Sister Sledge. But okay, go ahead. We are family when I was younger because that's all we had. That's all we knew. Right. Was going to each other's houses and sleepover weekends and, you know, Saturday morning cartoons. And, you know, that was right. family. With my teenage years, I'm going to say Rebel Yell by Billy Idol. Because I was the worst as a teenager. Like, I don't, I don't pull no punches. You know, I ain't going to lie about nothing. Right. I was I was a piece of work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. God, mom, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was plenty, plenty long phone conversations about, boy, get it together. Because I, I, you know, I was a piece of work. <laughs> okay. When I turned 20, 19 is when I went into the military. So from 19 to about, I want to say 27, I got out, I gave him eight. Yeah, from 19 to 27. My, uh, in the army now. <laughs> <laughs> So what, what was your song? In the army now. Okay, okay, in the army now. Okay, gotcha. So okay, so that's two. That's two. Give me what's what's the third one? The third one when I grew, when I got out the military was lost and turned out by the whispers. 
Lord have mercy. I remember that. Olivia. <laughs> yes. Damn. Lost and turned out. Ooh, Lord have mercy. I need a fan right now. I need a fan. Olivia. <laughs> <laughs> okay, 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 Lawson turned out. Keep keep cooking. Keep cooking. And now, with the song playing now, it's the song called Weather by Creed. If you never heard it, give it a chance. Creed's okay. one of my favorite groups. Creed, okay. Appreciate yeah. that. Hey. I'm surprised at you, Ray. I'm surprised at you, brother. I'm surprised that I thought I was going to hear Gangstar, Boogie Down Productions, <laughs> Eric B and Rock M, EPMD. I mean, that's why I say, see, Rebel and Yo, you know, if you listen to the to the words, like I was gone, like right. I was, you know, P, you know. Oh, yeah, I know. Trust. I know. <laughs> you I know. know. And I, I mean, I was definitely Ice Cube Boys in the Hood and stuff right. like that. Like, you right. already know. Like, no doubt. No doubt. Because <laughs> I grew up in the worst part of the worst city. I know, man. I know. I know. <laughs> appreciate know? that, Ray. I appreciate that, bro. Thank you so much. I'm coming to you back to this shot. Okay. Well, because I've traveled so much and my family obviously comes from the Caribbean, it's hard to you know, nail down just a, a couple of songs here because, you know, um, my heritage brings so much of Latin America into it and Spanish words are just so deep, but let's let's try to, to work <laughs> things out. So when I was growing up, even though I didn't know the context of the song, George Michael's Careless Whispers was okay. forever in my head. So I think I spent the majority of my youth just careless whispers in my mind. Um, through so much out of my life, right? And right. as I got older and understood the words, it was funny because what I understood when I was younger wasn't the context of the song. Um, when I got older, I moved uh, to Have I Told You Lately by Rob Stewart. Okay. And I think uh, it was a, a self-soothed song that uh, always kept me focused on being grateful no matter what circumstances of life I found myself in. Mm-hmm. And um, then when I became a mom, uh, which, you know, uh, changes everything in life and it just your tune becomes a uh, totally different um, thing. So it became uh, Aerosmith. I don't want to miss a thing. Oh, okay. um, for Aerosmith. much of my daughter's life, it's just been continuous. I uh, just want to be present, um, you know, and, and be there for her as much right. as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, right now in my life, uh, Claire de Lune by Claude Debussy. Okay. Not necessarily words in it, but it is uh, my life in in tune version. I feel like uh, all the interludes and everything in it encompasses me. Okay, I, I learned something new. I I was thinking Menudo, uh, Lisa Lisa, Cold Jam, CNC Music Factory, New Kids on the Block. But well, that's part of it. I mean, when I tell you, music has been one of the the you know the things that have kept me sound have kept right. me cool has kept me you know forging forward every day yes. and if I were to go down Mary Lane there's thousands of, of songs in different genres but these gotcha. are the ones that stick out the most. Thank you so much Patricia thank you thank you Mikey D I'm coming to you <laughs> so I see I started out with games people play by the spinners because I was one of them people <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that's a hard song we went, right there. 
Then we went to the Commodores, Too Hot to Trot. Okay. Oh, oh. As I got, oh. As I got into my 20s. Right. Then. Number three. I would say Ready or Not by After Seven. Okay, solid, solid. Okay, and what's currently playing on your A-track? Michael Jackson, the man in the mirror, because now I'm looking at me. Okay, okay. Wow, hey, hey, you once again, you surprised me as well, Mike. I thank you for that. I'm thinking Parliament. I'm thinking Sly and the Family Stone. I'm thinking the Four Tops. I'm thinking Hell, Melvin and the Blue Nose, Earth, Wind, and Fire, but you... Surprise yeah. me, man. But uh, thank you for that, bro. I appreciate that. Nandy B, what you got okay. for me? Okay, now I want y'all to be ready for this now. Okay, now. Okay. Um, there was Don't a hurt song. Me too bad. <laughs> uh, there was a song by the Drifters called "This Magic Moment." Yes. And that was very special to me during that time because I met the. Um, your daddy was the love of my life. And he was everything to me and to us. Okay. Yeah. Our lives were so magical and loving. And this experiences was something that I didn't even ever think I would experience. And uh, it was so magical and spiritual and loving. And he was the love of my life. And he was all about family. It was about family, and that's why this magic moments to me are so special to me because I came out of a uh, a broken home to come into a relationship, a marriage with children, and have all these wonderful experiences. Okay, yes. And then he was my hero, and I was his hero. The next song is Aretha by Aretha Franklin. How I got over. Oh. Okay. Because so much stuff was going on. When you're in a peaceful place and you're doing peaceful, loving things, you have oppositions all around you. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I, we dealt with those oppositions as a family. Okay. And there were so many things that happened. And I didn't, sometimes I just felt like, man, can we deal with any more? And but we were strong <laughs> and we got over it. Okay. Right. And there was a lot of dark places and happy times, the deaths and jealousy and envy and disappointment, but we got over it. Okay. Yes. And um the next one is I Won't Complain by uh Leandra Johnson. Right. Okay. I look at my life and I see how grateful and thankful life has been to us. Right. And when those dark times came, okay, mm -hmm. I didn't complain because I remember when things were going on for so many years, it was so peaceful, so joyful. And I refused to get into the negative part of it and, and stay there. I had right. to keep myself and keep y'all functioning as well right. and to be whatever we could be as a family right and the last song that stays in my head all the time is deliver me yes. by lou andrea johnson as well okay 
I need deliverance every day from people, places, and things, and situations and circumstances that are negative. Right. I don't want to get into anything that stops me from my core, my center. And so I always ask God every day to deliver me. Deliver me from bad conversations, bad attitudes, bad dispositions from myself and others. Right. That's it. Hey, hey, Nandy B. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for educating all of us, me especially, because I had you... My mind told me that maybe it was Sarah Vaughn, maybe it was <laughs> Nat King Cole, maybe it was Billie Holiday, and maybe it was Gladys Knight, but not so much. But thank you so much for that. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm coming to you, Sammy Sam. Hmm. Well, I, I start off with some Neil Diamond, because this is what was important in my life. When him singing, we're coming to America. Oh, okay. I mean, he says, have a dream, we'll take them there. They're coming to America. Yeah, I heard the song. I, heard, yeah, I think yeah. everybody else heard it too. I heard okay. it. <laughs> I'm just making sure. <laughs> I didn't say it was a perfect picture too, and I'm just saying. <laughs> and I Speak have... up, speak up. I can't hear you, speak up. Okay, can you hear me now? Can yes, you hear me? yes. Okay. Man, I was having trouble on what do I put in and what do I take out. But I I have to put in, um, you know, got to put in the YMCA, you know, in the Navy. Right. <laughs> you remember that one? Right. Yes, yes. So, yeah, I remember. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then I put in an artist. She's actually from Trinidad as well. Heather Heedley. Because okay. her song, um, Always Been Your Girl, was right. like the breakup song that filled out all my emotions in that song. Oh, wow. You know, so that was everything she's saying. I'm like in the mirror. And I was your destiny. Oh, I was, wow. so, you know, so I, that song <laughs> <laughs> was big. Okay. And it's a good song. Okay, okay. Okay. So, and then, so what's currently playing right now? Right now, an mm -hmm. oldie but a goodie. And it's a, a, a song by Simon and Garfunkel. But I actually like the version that a group Disturbed did and that Pentatonix did. And oh, it's okay. called The Sound of Silence. The Sound of Silence. Okay. Listen okay. to that. Okay. That I'm is, because to me, that displays all that is going on in this country politically right now. Got you. Okay. So appreciate that. I think okay. that's important. Yeah, because I, I, I had you pegged all wrong. I'm thinking. You didn't have everybody pegged all wrong. Yes, I have. I have. Yes. What anyway, were you thinking? What were you I was thinking? thinking. I was thinking Maxi Priest. I'm, <laughs> I'm thinking Beanie Man. Where I'm thinking I'm thinking Super Cat. You see, you're thinking Jamaican. No, I'm thinking, I'm thinking not just Jamaican, but Caribbean, because I know I have people from Trimbago and we 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 rock out the super cat. We rock out the beanie man. We rock out the maxi. We rock out the shabba ranks and all that. I agree. I agree that you know that's like late nineties, you know, reggae, good right. stuff, classic, right. the best. Definitely, yes, yes. Well, hey, I am glad that we shared our soundtrack of life with each other and the listeners, as well as we shared the current song that's playing 
in our lives right now, because that's important for us. And it's important for others to know that, you know what, man, there is a song that I hear every day, but I don't really want to tell anybody. I don't really want to resonate with it. But here we are once again, giving people permission to embrace that one thing that they're not embracing. And that is that we all live to a rhythm. There's a yes. rhythm to our lives. Yes. There is. And if you don't believe me, just wait until you don't hear any music <laughs> and tell me how you really feel about your day. But everybody, this was great. I want to thank you all for sharing. We're going to get off this table and let people get back to their meals because they're having a good time meeting their families and friends and going over history and catching up with each other. I just only pray that those who do celebrate Thanksgiving, that we gave you a good treat today. And for those that don't celebrate it, we still hope that this was some food for thought. We do. I know yeah, get you a plate somewhere. Yes, yes. Get you a plate somewhere, somehow. But hey, thank y'all so much. The thank next you. meal, everybody. Can I say something real fast? And make sure y'all put them phones down and eat and talk at the table. Put them down. You're right. Yeah. Put, them, put them phones the down. Phone and, 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 put them, put them phones down and keep your hands where my eyes can see. Verizon gonna be contacting you. You hurt. You bad for business. <laughs> hey, everybody! Thank y'all so much for making this meal. Thank y'all so much for making this podcast three hundred and fifty listeners strong and growing. I just thank y'all so much for helping me as an architect build this thing and fill this thing up with everything positive about it. So thank you so much, Mikey D. I'm truly thankful for you. I'm truly thankful for you, Patricia. Truly thankful for you, Sammy Sam. And I'm truly thankful for you, Sugar Ray. And Nandy B, you know. You know, I'm I'm grateful and Im thankful 10,000 fold. You know that. Thank you so yes. much for being a part of this. Love you much. And until the next time we break bread, everybody, have a good night. Happy Thanksgiving. Good night, Good night, everyone. Good night. Good night. Put the phones down. <laughs> <laughs>